Hey there, I'm Kara Clank. I'm Christy Coffey. And I'm Megan Gailey. And we're the hosts of Let's Talk About Text, a podcast where three gals talk about all the dirty little secrets that are within their text thread as friends. It's really nasty. We're the best friends you wish you had. It's not that nasty. You can text with us, though. So find Let's Talk About Text anywhere on the Starbirds Network where you find your podcasts. It's the Starburns Industries Tape of the Month Club. Twelve original cassette tapes delivered to your door. Each month, you'll receive a crisp new cassette tape of auditory delights made by some of the most funky and creative artists around. Featuring Dino Stamatopoulos, Natalie Palamides, Johnny Pemberton, Dan Harmon, future ladies of wrestling, Alan Resnick and Dina Kelberman, Dynasty Handbag, Jeff B. Davis, Rob Schraub, Lance Bangs, DJ Doug Pound, Cron, Open Mike Eagle, Ron Lynch, and on and on and on. Subscribe now. $13 gets you a crisp, unique tape in the mail each month. For $20, you receive a portable cassette player so you can listen to your tapes on the go. Here's how to order. For credit card customers, please call 747-888-0945. That's 747-888-0945. Or save COD charges and log onto the World Wide Web at d.rip forward slash sbi dash p-r-e-s-s. It's a good deal. Hey, Pound Puppies. Uh, That song you were just listening to is on my new EP, which is available on Spotify, iTunes, all that. All those places. What about Bandcamp? It's called Videovember. Sounds cool. I'll check it out. Today we have a great episode of the Poundcast. It better be. With Ben Sinclair, who does high maintenance. He's actually the co-creator of that show. And Which, if you haven't seen it, you gotta see it. It's really great. I've seen it, and I love it. started out on Vimeo, and now it's on HBO. I know. And, uh, what else? How did this happen, you might ask? No, I never asked that. Well, I was at a coffee shop looking for a place to sit. Uh, we saw someone s- sitting there with no food or drink, and we said, hey, do you mind if we sit at this table? And he said, of course, of course not. You could sit here. I was just waiting for a moment. as I, uh, And he said, are you Doug? And I was like, yeah. He goes, I'm Ben from High Maintenance. I'm like, holy cow. Dude, High Maintenance rules. And then we immediately uh, became friends, and I said, you got to come on the Poundcast. Okay? And he was like, yeah. Cool story, bro. So here it is. Here's the episode. Uh, is He's a delightful man. And I'm glad I ran into him that fateful day at the coffee shop. And now we're going to be friends forever. I hope. If everything goes, if everything goes well. But before we start, real quick... You know I you know I'm on Patreon now if you uh, want to support the podcast. You could donate any amount to Patreon and you'll get exclusive stuff such as the Video Vember EP that you heard earlier. I'll, you know, you get that for free, no problem. You get exclusive uh links to uh 
never before seen videos and um just weird stuff i have laying around that that is exclusive for the pound puppies patreon.com slash doug pound two g's let's get on with the show Welcome to the Poundcast. 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 All right, we're live on the Pound. Well, we're not live. It's recorded. Yeah, you're live. So, you lied. Yeah, I lied. Yeah. So we're uh, welcome to the Poundcast. This is your host DJ Doug Pound and my co-host, as always. Brent Weinbach. As most ways, Brent Weinbach. In most ways, Brent Weinbach. Yeah. It's kind of neat. This is different because we just started saying host. Yeah. You know, it used to be guest. We used to be the guests. On your own show? Yeah. Yeah, that was our... That was kind um, of the... That well, was we, the, already, the, we already talked about that we hooked, last time. Yeah. yeah right. we but, but I mean, we're still transitioning though, so it's a fresh idea, you know? Does it feel good to own it? It it is different. It feels kind of, you know, very organic and natural. This is what we should have been saying the whole time. I guess it was nice while it lasted, but it's just that was the hook. Yeah, it's possessed. Is that you were you were the host? You would have been oh the host. Oh my god, I would have. I had, hey, do you want to be the host this time? And we can switch it up. Oh my goodness, we can go yeah, back. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Because I had a uh, podcast idea where you would have like callers and uh, people would call in to give the host advice. Uh-huh. It would be like a reverse situation, mm-hmm. but that's kind of like this. We're just in person. Well, All you right, could, you could be the host well, he now. Was, if you he want. was the he's, he's the guest of the podcast. I'm the a co-guest, and okay. then you're the host. Great. If you want to do it that way, I mean, this is wonderful. Okay, you want to take I've it been, from the top? Yeah, this is great. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host Ben Sinclair. I have been wanting to talk to these two gentlemen for a long time on the podcast. Uh, I remember an episode like six. I had dropped their names. And everyone was like, who are those guys? I'm like, they're special. I want to get them on the show. So I'm glad you guys are here for episode 337. It's been, <laughs> it's been a lot of work, but I'm glad we're here. Well, well we're tough for, to book. Yeah. Um, but, but thanks for having we're, us. We're, and, we, yeah. We've been, you know, we're so glad that we finally were able to work this out yeah. Yeah. with our agents and stuff. You guys um, are busy. Yeah, we've been really busy. Yeah, yeah we've been busy. busy yeah. as heck, actually. Yeah. Uh, your agent was uh, very professional, though. I felt always taken care of in our interactions so tell me what are you guys up to like what what is keeping you so busy these days well brent well, uh well you know we are we're working on a show i know you have a show that you um that you, that you made you, so maybe we can ask you about yeah, like, how, actually, how did you do that how did you do that because we're, we we're, we're, we're developing you know we've been developing shows for years now Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've done web series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, we have a web series that we're try- kind of trying to turn into a TV show, and oh, that's what you that, did. And that's so what you, you did. You're, you, you, so really, you achieved well, the goal fans, that we're we're trying to do. I, I mean, the fans of the Poundcast know all about my journey, so I don't <laughs> want to bore them with my journey. But I would definitely like to. Well, you know, just in case you guys have forgotten. Well, I, we forgot. Yeah, yeah. If you forgot, I'm gonna because we've actually never heard. We're, we're, you know, this is kind of rude, but we've never like listened to your show. But, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we should have. We've seen high maintenance. Of course, you know. Yeah. yeah, we've seen the Vimeo shorts. We just don't yeah. listen to. I don't listen to podcasts. Listen, I, I'm. I understand. Yeah. You know, you'll be. You'll. The li- life is too. Uh, I do. I, I don't listen to. I put headphones on and do silence. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't want anyone to talk to me. The symphony of creation is too intricate and beautiful to cover your heads with some earphones and listen to some white guy speak to you uh, while you walk around. So yeah, it's just like you know, it'd be a cool a cool thing to do is like have headphones, but instead of like. It being 
something that plays audio. It's a mic that hyper. Oh yeah, they've got that. It's like you have a super. Well, I guess oh. they have that for old people. They have a bi- They're called binaural hearing headphones. Aids. Binaural, oh. binaural, binaural uh, headphones. microphones. Binaural microphones, and they actually uh, record the sound from the point in your ear to make it. When you listen to it, it sounds uh-huh. like you're actually listening to something because it's two microphones. Uh, in each e- uh, no, not in each ear. One in each. So ear it's just a louder a version of real reality. Yeah, but like if you were to put on headphones that you recorded, let's say I was to put in a pair of binaural microphones and walk around wa- Mount Washington, uh-huh. then you could uh, hear the exactly the position of everything that I was hearing because of uh-huh. it coming in one ear and coming in the other ear at different volumes and frequencies. It's almost like oh, being inside your mind. So yeah, like so that like, would be a cool app. Yes. is to hear someone else's journey. Ooh, journey. This yeah, is yeah, a good yeah. idea. That is a good idea. This yeah. is a good idea. You can kind of well, live stream your sonic experience with things. I would right? love that. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of everything that's talked about on this podcast is my IP <laughs> property. I'm sorry to tell you that's just part of the stuff you signed when you came in. So yeah. It's just, no, I mean, I don't have time to, to work <laughs> on that project. I just I sign off on it, and I think it's a great idea. Yeah, that is that's that's an, that really is truly an idea though that could be a thing. Oh, it would be lovely. It would. Well, be I guess like how do you set it up? Recall or uh, it would be like oral. Uh, remember that movie, uh, God, Strange Days, where uh, Ray Fiennes uh, would put on that uh, that that uh, headset that would allow him to see his memories that he recorded. It would just be that, but with audio, no video. That's a good idea. Well, there's that that Black Mirror episode as well. Mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. The- the little you rice can, thing. You can watch. Well, they're all kind of like that. The, well, no, you the newer watch. season, there's so many like little brain oh, rewinds really? going on. Oh, is there? It's like okay. two or three episodes. Oh, I, I didn't like, know. I just I was speaking on, on the uh, original, I guess. You know, I have to say something. I wish that I had you guys next to each other because I feel shifty-eyed having to shift my eyes. Oh. Well, you know. You know, it's Brent, cool. why, don't you, why don't you come over here? On that side? Yeah, we, come on over here. We could. I mean, I kind of like. I no, I don't like mind that. it, but I, I just want to let you know well, we're I'm all not a shifty. We're all person. shifting. We're all shifting. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're kind of in a triangle, really. Yeah, so no, I'm no, kind no, of like this. Yeah, okay, as long as you guys don't feel shifty or shady, I don't feel No, no, no. And no, I, I like, and I, 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 like I like to see your, you move. You know? oh, okay, I like to cool. see you know, I like to see you move, too. I like I movement. Like you know? yeah. I like bodies in motion. You know? <laughs> yeah. and that's, I do love bodies in motion, and that's the truth. I like dance movies. I like people dancing. I like going dancing. I If I have to... I like that... Whoa! I like that. I like that. I uh, <laughs> I don't like your jerk off name. Oh my god! I Wait. do though. Um, <laughs> uh, the uh, I. What's your top dance movie? Top dance movie? Fuck, dude! Footloose. I watched a scene oh, out yeah. of that when he like drives the 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 the. the the VW into a warehouse and then he's like so pissed off and he's like fuck like just over and over again he's just like kicking and stomping and he puts a tape into the player and then he does like the most gymnastic dance where it's like obviously oh, not, like, it's all shadowy like and mad it's not dancing Kevin. I yeah. like mad, I like scenes where there's mad oh, dancing oh it's so mad he's <laughs> like, like never yeah. never 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 you know it's like got really like climactic yeah. builds there's, there's a scene oh, in so um, High School Musical 2 where there's some mad dancing. What's your favorite dance movie? It's that's a tough one. That's a tough. That's a tough thing to. I mean, I don't know. I, there's so many good ones. You name them, I'll tell you if I. I mean, I'm, just, I'm gonna Center say stage. I'm gonna say Breakin' is my favorite. Breakin I mean, I wouldn't too. say Breakin' just because is one of my um, just because I, of you know, like I'm not gonna watch it 
now, but like as far as the most impact that it had in my life, breaking. I mean, I was like a break See, dancer as far as because of that movie. Probably. In that in that vein, <laughs> I kind of I, I prefer Beat Street over Breaking. You know, Beat Street is more hardcore. Well, Beat Street was a little higher bu- budget. Maybe people think it was. It was a little that, too that glossy. That was like it too was dark. Little... I'm thinking like California. They're trying to save the community center, or maybe that's episode, that's maybe that's breaking breaking two. Electric blue, yeah. But like, yeah, that's like Venice Beach, and it's more. You got turbo and ozone. You know, like yeah. oh, I don't yeah. know ozone or turbo. That's <laughs> well, they, awesome. there was those big. Yeah. There was a big battle. Uh, I thought there. Oh, cool. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Beach Street actually. There was a big battle between with a lot of real. Touches dancers. the third rail. Is Beach Street that has a graffiti in it? Yeah, and. What's his name? Skid or something? He's Dude, this is all all over my. Head. <laughs> all right, sorry. I, well, just, I'm, I, I'm I mean, glad I like that you feel comfortable. I like, I, I recommend. Show, uh, I like Dirty Dancing. I recommend yeah. uh, Beach Street. Yeah, that one's good too. Um, that's a hardcore New York City subway I, graffiti underground need. shit. You know? I need I need yeah. the the grittiest dance movie possible. That's the grit. Oh, well, grittiest wild, wild style. Well, there's wild, wild style. style. Yeah, what wild is wild style? style? It's a breakdance movie, you know, with uh, Grandmaster Flashes in it. Fuck yeah. It's uh, it's that's the most low budget. And then what's his name? What's his name's dad directed it. Oh, uh, Farquhar. Farquhar. Ralph, Ralph Farquhar. Uh, bus driver's dad. Bus, you know Bus Driver the rapper? No. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, Reagan Farquhar. We'll get you involved. Did, bus I, I am only just now, <laughs> to be honest, I didn't listen to lyrics at all before two years ago. I just didn't think about I, it. What did you, you listen I actually to? Totally get I you listen to I mean, melody. Did you, music, melody, did yeah. you listen to music with it was no a sonic instrumental? Experience. It instrumental? Was, I like instrumental, but I was listening to all kinds of music, but it was, it was all a visceral. sonic and visceral in the body. I love the body. What can yeah. I say? Who doesn't? I kind of hear you on that. I don't really listen. To, I, I oftentimes don't listen to lyrics. I just hear the music. Yeah. And I'm, I'm more... Compelled by that, oh, absolutely. Then, I'm a hundred percent the same way. I listen to a lot of like world music and African yeah, music, I and too. I like. I don't like to like think about the words. Yeah. I like to just yeah. think about like well, the feeling. It's it's. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't like to think when I'm do, watching any or engaging in any form of uh, external stimuli. Kind of, you yeah. know what I mean? Or you know, when it comes to movies or whatever, I like to just sort of experience it without being too cerebral about it. You know. I, I mean, but I think. And I'm putting it out there. I might have lost out on a lot of years of enjoying hip hop because I wasn't listening, think, to listening to the. Li- now that I'm listening to the lyrics, I'm like, oh my goodness! Like <laughs> I feel like I, a whole new world is open to me of poetry that I hadn't. Even, I just didn't think about it. You ever go to? Yeah. Do you ever do t- karaoke? Yeah, I like to do it in the private rooms. Uh huh. I went to a karaoke just Saturday, just Saturday night, a couple nights ago. And a lot of songs you don't think about the words, but then when you're reading them, you're like, "What the yeah, fuck yeah, is yeah. this song about?" You're like, so many of them crazy. are about bad decision making. Yeah, like who let I was I did who let the dogs out. I'm like, this would be a fun song. I'm like, yeah. wait a second, they, is this like real rapey? Yeah, like, why did they like, let the dogs out? Like, are the dogs? Some my friend was like, oh, you know what that means? That means like that's when the ugly girls come out at the club. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's kind of like seems like the bad boys are out. And they want. The they have a bone. They keep saying something about a bone. They gotta get their bone or something. Maybe, maybe both are right, and we're just understanding who the bad boys are. Maybe the bad boys are the bad girls. Well, it's, it's like like all poetry. It's open to interpretation. Yeah. You know? So who lets the dog out? A you know real solid piece of uh, po- <laughs> you know poetry. Deep poetry. They've got us thinking on at least two different levels yeah. right now. So that's mission accomplished. I like. Yeah, it. and I do you like Young Thug? Maybe I don't know. I listen to it and then it comes. It, I have. Uh, I listen to. Let's see. Where do I get my music from? I get it from Spotify. Discover Weekly. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like that on top of music. Yeah. So like yeah. that helps a lot. I so I think I've heard Young Blood. I think it's come up there. Young Thug. Thug. Yeah. Oh shit. 
Yeah, not that well. And then I, I listen to Chances with Wolves a lot, uh, which is this awesome music podcast that is just like really, really obscure, like African. It's all over the place. They like just take the most obscure music and make these really long, like two hour playlists for, they've done it for 10 years and they never repeat a song. So you're just like, wow. It's really awesome. I'm making. And do they talk about it, or they just play? It? It's just no, a music man. podcast. It's just a music. Chances with Wait, Wolves. I'm sorry. They, they they play a track and then they talk about it. No, no, no they don't. They just no. play the track. I'm actually. I'm actually. I was. Uh, I part of my LA uh, trip is developing a, a show with them to do kind of a visual element of just like uh, visual art you've never heard of, like outsider art or just people who are collectors of really strange and beautiful photography or, yeah, we're making like a kind of universe with that. And I'm trying to set that up while I'm out here. And it's, we got a, we made a 20 minute proof of concept last week. And it's just like, uh, it's kind of like that feeling that when you're watching, it feels like when you did dark side of the moon and, uh, wizard of Oz at the same time, your brain just kind of is like, Oh, like it kind of feels like it, your stone, and I think it would be a good. Are you lining up visuals with different music? Their music, so their music. I just oh, want gotcha. I, the key to make that show work is just their taste. And these guys have been putting making playlists that have. When you listen to it, you, you'll see it feels kind of. It's very analog. You can hear all the scratches on the record. Mm-hmm. It's dusty. It do, feels. Do they like talk an at all? Undiscovered universe, and I want that to be the feeling that translates over into the visuals of like, oh my god, they. How long has this person been doing this, and how come I've never heard of them? Do, do they talk at all in the beginning? Uh, so they have this character on the podcast that is uncle, his uncle Junior, and he's like, "This isn't Top of the Pops. This is Chances with Wolves." Ow! Like he just kind of, so that guy comes in, and every now and then, and we have different uh, images of wolves that they have sourced over the years, which are just like all kind of analog in nature or kind of like a 3d can't like it's, it's pretty uh, dusty. It's great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and sometimes we have a narrative where like an artist will be talking about her process and her work. It's right now it's, it's pretty open format. I wish it could be like doc style sometimes, but sometimes narrative, like a person packing up their home and the, and the music is on in the background. So we're st- there's a constant thread of music going throughout. Like in American Graffiti, how the radio and Wolfman Jack mm-hmm. was connecting all these little stories. I would love the music to be the main character, like mm-hmm. the host of this show, and not over-intellectualize anything. And then you could just put it on in the background during a party. Like I want to start getting into like party content where it's just like you don't need to engage too much to enjoy it. It can just be on in the background. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. I could just after- Have you seen that show called um Off the Air? No, I've heard about that. I haven't watched it. Oh man, it. that's so cool. Yeah. It's like a lot of it is music, um kind of cool more modern music, but he the guy curates different like YouTube video art stuff and kind of like that's awesome. blends it together. That's exactly what I want to do, but with these guys' taste because yeah. I don't have time to pick everything. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. Um yeah. I forgot what else was. What else were we talking about? Well, well I mean, there was a lot of things. We, yeah, there's we, a lot we of jumping off points. Really into, yeah, a lot of jumping off dirty, points. There's yeah. a lot of jumping off points. The I mean, there's dirty, dance dirty. movies. There's, there's you know, talking about TV, developing TV shows. There's, That's what I'm out yeah. here doing. I worked uh, on high maintenance. I usually it takes you know most of the year to make. So I went to Asia for a couple of weeks. Where did you go? For what reason? Uh, to to take it all, take everything back down to zero, and see what it just felt like to be a human in a body in the world, 
and that was nice. Reset, cleanse the palate. Yeah, does, it does takes, making the show take you out of that? No, I'm so into it, and I, everything becomes content, and I'm like, oh, I could use this for the show. Oh, right. I could use that yeah, for the yeah, show. Yeah. Oh, I could do – so it was nice to – I think it takes two weeks for me out of my element to, like, slow down to a stop, and then that last week I was just rediscovering – kind of the possibilities of what a life could be you know what you mean mm-hmm. you're like oh i could just fucking move to indonesia and where in asia did you go so i went to on the way to hanoi which is where it was my first destination i stopped in tokyo for 24 hours and it was madcap i tell you uh <laughs> it was really i jammed a lot in there and then i was in hanoi in the area near the Chinese border above it, Hazang, which I did some motorbike riding around these beautiful, beautiful mountain villages. And then I jumped down to Bali and rode on a scooter around there and then did Christmas and New Year's and then went scuba diving on a boat for a week in another part of Indonesia, which was tops. And then I spent um, like four or five, five more days in Tokyo on my way back. So, cool, man. Was that was, your first time out there? I had been to Asia twice before, once to like Southeast Asia, Thailand and Cambodia and Laos, and then the other time to Ch- uh, Beijing and Mongolia. So I had been, I'm really, it seems like I like Asia. I, <laughs> I like Asia too. I can't wait to go back, man. You went to Tokyo once. I saw on your Instagram once, right? Oh, you follow me on Instagram? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I know That's about cool. You. Um, yeah, I went there like a year and a half ago with um, Eric Andre. Yeah. And like, yeah, Eric Andre was like, sent out one of those emails to a bunch of friends. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, let's do Tokyo in, um, I'm sorry, let's do New Year's Eve in Tokyo. Thinking like a few people were spawned and like everyone went. Whoa. So it was like 20 of us. Whoa, that that's was kind of fun. fucking fun. It was kind of fun. Was it frustrating trying to keep the big group together? That's my worst nightmare. Was that was, it immediately was a nightmare. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. always a nightmare. After the first night, he was like, I'm going here and you guys can, you know, show up or right don't. Thing. Like, that was the right, you got to yeah. set the precedent that yeah. we don't all have to do everything. Because yeah, yeah, that yeah. Shit, once you get into that, it's hard to get out. And then it was like, it was more, less stressful. It's like, okay, well, we're just, me and these two people are just going to go to this bookstore oh, or whatever. So and then like, sounds great. Yeah. And then I went, to, my sister lives in Singapore, so I've oh, been out you were there. there. Yeah. And I do want to go back to Singapore. I was there overnight at the, I got... Oh, the airport. That's kind of a weird Air- spot, but it is the, the best airport, airport, the best in, the airport in the world. Uh, it has I mean, a swimming pool. It has, yeah. a, it has uh, everything. The rainforest. It has a movie theater. It has, yeah. you know, not just uh, not just free internet to use, but computers you can yeah, use for free. I, I yeah. made a big stink about how my con- I had to be there overnight because my connecting flight didn't go, and everyone was acting like I was being such a grump about it. And they're like, are you kidding? You're in Shangri-La. Like, they're like, have if there, if there they was, have rooms if there, there too, is, the If there is an airport too, yeah. to have a layover, that's the one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you take any of the free tours of the city? No, I didn't have a chance. It was really just it was 16, 17 hours. Yeah, I was there. twenty. I had a 20-hour layover in Singapore. Yeah. I think I was on my way to India, and they, uh, or maybe I was on my way back or something. I, I forgot, but they have free tours from the airport to different parts of the city. There's two different tours. There's a colonial tour, and then there's the ethnic tour, mm-hmm. and you can go to. Uh, How uh, were those? Because they were cool. I did. To the, be I honest, did, Singapore is a little boring. Well, I did the I colonial was, tour, and I liked it. And then I also, they make it really easy for you to get out of the airport and take the subway or whatever cool. over into the city. So I went back. I took the tour, came back. Then I went out again to the ethnic areas, as they were called, and 
um, check that out. And yeah, I kind of saw a lot of Singapore. It was cool. I mean, it was, it was great to be there for a day to actually have that. I didn't, I was bummed out about the 20 hour layover at first yeah. as well. And then I f- realized this is actually, this is great. Yeah. Um, it, it would be boring. cool if it was if they everyone sang all the time. It was called Singapore because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone was always they could singing. sing a more. Sing yeah, a more. oh, that would be great. You could sing a more, please. Oh, boy, oh boy, by boy. the way, I have a few ideas for um, future seasons of um, that would be great. Lay high maintenance, me. high maintenance, extreme, oh. <laughs> and you're on a BMX bike. And there's a lot of just like oh BMX my God. tricks, helmet cam stuff. Yeah, a lot of, mostly you should just be the whole season on helmet cam. Helmet cam, hundred percent GoPro. A lot yeah. of GoPros, and then one, <laughs> and then here's another one. You slip on. You're doing a delivery, or the guy is. Yeah, he's called the guy. He is called the guy. But one time, I noticed that they say you wrote down Ben. Well, because I was trying to fake the audience out. Yeah, but then the last name was like Ben Button. Ben Button, because he's talking about Benjamin Button. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, he did use his name. And then I was like, no, he didn't. Not, yeah. Not really. There, it's there a you go. fake name. I just thought of an idea for... But anyway, no, oh, here's my, oh, my ahead, idea oh, would be ahead. like, time, you're boys. doing a delivery on your bike. It's the winter. You wipe out. You're like, I've had enough of this winter. I'm coming to LA and hang out. With the Poundcast guys. Oh, you don't think that you don't think that's happening already? The Poundcast is new, but yeah, I've I've been in like everything that happens and then to you, me happens in the show, kind of. Uh huh. Oh, so you, right now you're probably collecting content because you're not in Asia. Do you think? Right yeah, now. I would absolutely. I think I could imagine the guy staying with somebody and they're doing a podcast at their uh-huh. house. He's he's just crashing on the couch and there's a podcast going on in the next room or a guest like, room. Although the yeah. pod, the podcast well has been. But not in the background, as like something that's, that's just true. A, yeah, it's yeah, just a given in life now. You'd be like, oh uh, yeah, like, oh yeah. In the morning, I'm re- doing one. Yeah, yeah. every morning I'm going to be recording my <laughs> podcast in the guest room, and then the guy is like sleeping on a couch, and then, you know, one of the moments I had here was like uh, on a coffee sleeve. I was like, oh man, maybe I should move here. It's all about seduction. It's just like I was walking through Mount Washington. And I was like, how joyful. What a beautiful place. I don't even care that it's an hour and a half from West Hollywood in the morning because I don't have to go there or whatever. Why don't I just be here? And then I think about and then I just think about why I, I'm feeling this way about L.A. in the first place because I used to live here in 2007 and I just hated it. Oh, what did, really? What did, you, not, what did yeah. you not like about it? I just don't think I would have liked anyone because I just graduated college, but... I just remember I associate the, this place with malaise, and it's weird because for the past month I've been here, I've been grinding. I've just been like trying to make a show, and it it, it can have a malaise. It can have a hardcore malaise. Yeah, but I when I moved malaise. out here, the first year was malaise. Yeah, yeah. Then you just gotta like figure it out. Yeah, exactly. But you do have to get over that first year. Yeah, yeah. But you don't. You probably like know a lot of people, so you won't have the malaise now like you did after college. Now it's like. It's a lot of activity. Mm-hmm. It's a really a lot of activity. So who knows? Maybe I, I could – maybe Ben Sinclair could end up here. I would certainly like to do a post out here. Why not? By the way, did I, I could have sworn I got an email to asking if I wanted to be editing High Maintenance like you, first season. Yeah. Did you – were you familiar with me back then? Yeah, dude. Was that you who put out who, – who reached out? Uh, I just – so I have been a fan of absolutely everything under that umbrella for a while. Dave Kneebone and uh, Katya and I actually have gone out on a pitch circuit together. Really? Yeah. We had a – For this uh, new thing? Uh, no, for this – for Chances is I'm 
I have been editing that at Apso the uh-huh. uh, for the, like two weeks ago. For the, and Dave was just like, "Yeah, here's an editing bay," and I think it would actually be a good match for them. But uh, we did this. Uh, Katya and I were pitching this show called Retreat, and it was every season was this re- like this camp, and now. Yeah, Lena Dunham's doing camping, but every season was this camp. She's and, doing a camping show? Yeah, yeah. Uh, with uh, Jennifer Garner, interestingly. It's a British show that, she, well, anyway, anyway, that's her. That's cool. that's it's like her fishing pod- with. That's like, her podcast, not mine. <laughs> it's like, sorry, fish- sorry, this is your show, man. I don't mean to go down, I didn't mean to change the subject here. It's like fishing with John, but it's like camping with Lena. Oh, it's fishing with John is John. John Lurie. John, John Lurie. Lurie. John Lurie is really uh, the maker of chances. They're really into John Lurie. Oh, really? He oh. showed interest in, in oh, working yeah. with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. Man, yeah. I should just put you guys together. Uh, so I knew about – because I had found out that you were like – it was Kreisel. I saw Kreisel uh-huh. showed up in a couple of that thing that you did with uh, – what's his name? Uh, not Doug Benson. The other one. Um, the Psychedelic Warrior. Uh, Duncan Trussell. Duncan Trussell, Yeah. Uh, I saw hmm. that you did a short something with him on your web series or something like that, and uh, I don't know if it was all uh, maybe it's all mixed together in my head. I think you got you, you're thinking yeah, Chrysler was involved in something else that Duncan or I don't know. I've done a lot of different weird yeah, things, little but, it was a weird yeah, little thing. Okay, well that's cool, man. And I was like, oh, these guys are playing around, and then I would say when I was first making videos, I started out on like making commercial contests. Uh, I was a self-taught editor, started as an actor, then I was like just self-taught myself. Well, that was redundant. Uh, Editing, and uh, then I was like, oh, I just need content to edit because I like doing this so much. And then I would watch, it was when Tim and Eric's, like it was maybe they had two seasons or one season on Adult Swim already. And I was like, oh, these guys can like, uh, I like, the turd polishing. I just liked getting, just like shooting some shit real quick. And then that's my, that was my job. Was turd just, polishing. Yeah. 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 So that's what high maintenance is, is turd polishing or the, uh, it was at least the web series was, we would just go out there and get real scrappy and just go grab some stuff. Uh-huh. And for every, you know, you know, how was there is. a high shooting ratio? You know, like you would shoot an hour down and then like you would get like one minute out of it. Yeah, that's what so I. So it wasn't like a very ri- like overly written. It was more like improvised. You, yeah, kinda, like, yeah, there scenes. was a bu- there was an element of that, or at least that's how my early filmmaking had started. And now as I've gotten more more hands on the project, there needs to be a document so everyone knows what they're doing. And yeah. I'm like, fuck. HBO won't let you just like go shoot some stuff. I mean, well, maybe. I don't know. Like. I have always sought to maintain the spontaneity of it. So I'll say, like, to the actors, you listen, you know, I know this is written down, but I'm counting on you to make this better, like, with uh-huh. whatever uh, whatever idiosyncrasies you've got going. Like, ultimately, I'm looking for a weird sigh or, a, like, a eye flutter or something like that. And then I hope that they say it near the line so we can uh-huh. tell the story. I yeah. have a question. You said you were. Um, are you still developing new idea, new show ideas with Katya? No, not with Katya. Except that- we had when we were still uh, directing. Par- so when you do uh, when you do a uh, DGA contract for a directing duo, that is a big uh, exception to them because their whole credo is one film, one director. 
So you have to make a big production of why it makes sense that you are co-directors. And I've why seen that before with I, – yeah. I know a lot of directing duos that yes. have to jump through the hoops for this. Yes. So. so once you're in, you're in. And once you're out, you can never direct together again. So we were just like, all right, we're in. So let's just – we had two other projects that we went on the pitch circuit with. Uh, and this one that we did with was Dave. Was this before High Maintenance? This was during High Maintenance while we were waiting. Whenever we're waiting for more episodes or whatever. Yeah, uh, you got to get back we, on well, the I guess horse. My, my, yeah, my, just like get stuff going while we just make sure. Well, I guess my question is because you guys used to be married. Right? Yeah. And then. We just saw each other this morning. It was a great coffee. Right. So you. What I mean is, is you decided to continue to work together on High Maintenance yeah. post divorce yeah but um but you but then but the idea to continue to work on new projects together that was only because you had stuff already in the works prior to to that well the i don't think this retreat show we are trying to get going and the other show that we pitched that we got some bites on uh i don't know that we're jumping up and down to do that because that involves a lot of extensive world travel and stuff so to asia to everywhere i would love to do a travel (laughs) show anybody um the uh but i think that it's a most appropriate right now for each of us to find our own individual artistic voice just because like high maintenance is a wonderful platform for us to have the space to to work individually of one another and still have like the support of the whole thing and like give each other space to be like, all right, you go direct those episodes and have at it. Like do whatever you oh, want. Oh, so you do yeah. you do it like that? You you'll split up the the segments. Now we are yeah. splitting up the episodes and directing because we can't direct together. And now I'm like, well, this is great. I want four. Uh, you can't direct together because of why? Because of the DGA thing. Yeah, because okay, of the DGA you thing. Yeah, are not a directing duo anymore. Like that's it. Got it. Okay, you're a yeah. singular director. Mm-hmm. So is that also? Did it matter? On a personal level oh, yeah. as well? I wanted or? to as well. Yeah, okay, I yeah. want to – I'm looking forward to like – I'm very good at blocking and pacing because of the editing skills. I'm an editor's director. So I'm like, all right, say it again, but take the words out of the middle uh-huh. of that and close Thank up. Thank you so much, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, all right, say it again, but say it faster just so we can like do those things. I'm always – my sound guy is always talking to the editor uh like like leaving little notes like i have a lot of sympathy for the editor because eventually on the for every episode i edit i take three or four passes at it yeah at the end so like i'm that's to me the only way i know how to do filmmaking so i do the rhythm and the movement pretty well she has a really good mind for groundedness and uh kindness and believability uh, and now that I'm working on other projects with other people, like I'm kind of finding myself in the ground, like the grounding seat. And it's definitely has been an education working together and just firming up those things that the other person were better at for ourselves. It was, it's, it's pretty fun. I feel pretty lucky about the whole thing. So how do we, we have this web series that we're, we're trying to get off. We're trying to turn into a, cool. a TV show. What what would what do we do? Keep well, first, let me ask you this before you go to that. How did you start doing high maintenance? High maintenance was just an elective, a life <laughs> elective. It was just like weekend. 
you know, she was ca- casting at 30 Rock. We were. Did you just start making it and yeah. then Vimeo bought it? Or did you. We started making it. We made around 10 episodes. And then we came on our first Couch and Water Bottle Tour experience. And that's where we met Dave Nivone and everybody trying to figure out a person t- to attach to, high maintenance to go pitch with. And then we went around and pitched and. Had interest from three networks, and we ended up, and one of them was HBO, but it was just a script deal. And then there was, uh, we went with FX because at the time they were coming out with FXX and FXM, so we thought we would definitely get on the air there. But FX didn't really show much of an interest in high maintenance, the web series. They just were interested in the buzz. It seemed maybe I don't, maybe I'm saying out of school. Did you were you getting a, a were you creating a following on the web? Yeah, we series? had a cult web series yeah. at that yeah. time. And then uh, we were in development with FX for a while, and then they passed on our script, and then they let the IP go. And I said to my agent, I wish that we could just keep doing what we were doing because that was so awesome. And while we had that FX deal, we made like episodes 11, 12, and 13, which are called Cossum, Rachel, and uh, Cossum, Matilda, and Rachel, which are my favorite of the whole thing, I See, think. See, Brent, we're going to take that note. And what is what? Just keep wait, making it. Yeah, just keep oh, making it oh, instead right, of waiting around. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. The keep making it is a really big thing. Cause Told it, you, Brent. I, I, as a way, I'm not <laughs> against it. On, I know, without, without the, uh, without the, uh, over, the overseer, like, it's kind of just fun to be like, oh, this is the internet. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. Content-wise, we can say anything. We can be like, re- like you know, you want to be sensitive and not be a jerk. But, but I got to say, there's a lot of, a lot of dicks and... Um, yeah, on I, HBO, that's the freedom of HBO. Yeah, I but I the penis can actually can be free. I, I actually think that was, was yeah. that was an act of protest because just there's so many like random gratuitous boobies out there. Yeah. I was just like, okay, let's do it. Let's get some penis. Actually, I had a, that's actually a question I had is um, in the first episode of the HBO series, mm-hmm. there's a very strike. I don't want to like give it away to people who haven't seen it, maybe, but there's a very striking scene. Yeah, um, that wasn't with, supposed to be the first episode. But was that? Was that because I'm talking about the scene with Max yeah, and Max, his new friend? You know Max? No, oh, but okay. I just been referencing the characters. Everyone name. knows him. So. Um, but which the, one was that? That's not the two. It starts with the two guys. Yeah, that yeah. that scene with the two the guys. Two guys yeah, yeah, very yeah, striking, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My question is: Was that because HBO encouraged? No, uh, they, they, we like. Hey, look, we want no. like stuff like this. Or you were like, "Hey, it's HBO. We can do this." We you know? were making a self. I think our first season was pretty self-referential in some ways that may or may not have been useful. But that was definitely like, okay, we're going to be on HBO, and we know that you're expecting nudity of a certain type. Here's yeah. nudity of a different type. Yeah, okay. Thing. And that was also ended up being what I called like. Uh, be like, if you don't like this, you're probably not gonna like the show. Okay, so Even it was kind that's of a not subversive. representative. I, yeah, it was a I'm subversive a, statement. Yeah, you're just drawing of, you know. the line here. Like, yeah, if if you don't like this, yeah. you can turn back now. I guess mm-hmm. it was uh, like your version of HBO gratuitous nudity. Kind of. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. There is a subtle like I, uh, I'm I have. Uh, I get very passionate about things, and I guess I'm a pretty subversive person uh, in general. So there's. That's all over the series, mm-hmm. but we never want to be too on the nose about mm-hmm. everything, so sure. we just dig it up in the circumstance of the character. So, and what else? Well, another thing I like about the show a lot is um, the casting is like oh, yeah, the fun. people are like just regular people. Yeah, yeah. And some in like yeah, that's what's that's what I like. That's what I appreciate a lot about it is 
just I just I don't want to repeat myself. Well, like you know, like we were saying, like how do you cast it? Is it's my kind question. of a slice of life show, you know. Yeah, it's little, like it's like these know. people are like very believable New York City. You want another Lacroix? Yeah, I got lemon though. I'll have lemon. Too. <laughs> Did you try mixing it yet? No. No, man. I <laughs> Maybe you should don't have to mix it in the same cup, but just take you know like a Shot. little sip with each you know it's and like mix it soda, around and see what happens. It's a soda back. I used to order a whiskey in the rocks soda back. I don't drink that kind of drink anymore, but that was my drink. <clears throat> um, well, I'll start uh, answering his question for the viewers. Sake. Yeah. I the Sonic uh, viewers. Yeah. Yeah, the Sonic viewers. I really. <clears throat> I think that I was always trying to be like, don't fuck with it. Just like shoot it and it's interesting in its natural state and don't dress it up. This person is already interesting because I thought so. So like don't add too much to it. Production designer, don't touch this apartment. It's already perfect. We selected it. We can make anything fit the needs of our show. It's not the opposite way. So... Uh, with the actors, it's like that too. Like I was, I said to my agent, like there's nothing wrong with Vimeo. Just don't fuck with it. Just let us keep doing high maintenance on Vimeo, and then we found money for Vimeo to fund it, and that's what kind of made it more itself. So when you were in development at FX, right? Yeah. You 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 said we let's just we're gonna pilot. keep we're gonna keep making the Vimeo yeah. videos as well, and you weren't being funded by Vimeo at that time. No, yet, right? Okay. No, and it was like. When we started, the first ten episodes were somewhere between five hundred and thirteen hundred per episode, like doable. Mm-hmm. And then by the time those tenth, like while we were making the episodes with Vimeo, then it was like um, approaching two thousand an episode, like nothing. You know, this is all favors, and then me doing. We know all about that. That yeah, budget. But yeah. after <laughs> FX didn't obviously they it didn't end up working out with FX. No, they right? were like, we're not going to continue on this pilot that you guys wrote, and mm-hmm. that's their pilot now. And I'm like, all right, they paid for that pilot. And so you just, were, didn't use any elements from that pilot no, and anything else. Um, no, only if we had pre-existing characters that we had already created. If they were in that pilot, we were they able still to use that. Them. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there stuff in that pilot that you wish you could do something with, or you felt no. really strong about? No, no okay. dude. I'm like. That whole experience was me realizing the power of having something on the internet and just remaking the form. Being like, uh, someone said to me, and I, I wish I said it myself. At a certain point, the password to yes is saying no, and it's just like when you know that you've got something special, you just say no, 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 and and because you have the upper hand, it's like we proved by. When FX dropped us and then we just kept making it with Vimeo that you buy it or don't buy it. We're going to still keep doing this show. And then it was just that attitude, I think, really was part of what makes the show interesting. Is, how, how did Vimeo uh, get involved as far as funding it, helping fund it? Uh, they had, with all of their Vimeo original se- series, I read on uh, some trade magazine that they were putting $10 million towards original content. So... We just started meeting with them, and then uh, we agreed on a very tiny per-episode budget. Mm -hmm. And then um, we made it with the condition that we own it 100% at the end. And how many episodes did you end up making? We made six short stories with them, and like two of those are really good. And then the others are 
us training. I'm really grateful for that time because I think if we went straight to HBO or something and in the limelight, I don't know if we would have been able to deal with such an expansion of cast and crew in that way. I don't think the show would have been knew itself enough to hold that. Did Vimeo ever give you notes at all, or did they? No, no you just had complete freedom. No. On, on everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even was... actually show it to them till the premiere. I think. Mm-hmm. Which we they were all there was just like four hundred people around and I'm like here it is how how was it as far as dealing with notes from HBO was that difficult no there no. aren't many really okay there yeah. there are and every note is like a take it or leave it but uh-huh. they I value their notes and sometimes I would beg for them I would be like please just I'm in a vacuum here man just mm-hmm. give me something yeah uh, they trust us it's really great it's very great. Uh, I probably have like. Oops! <laughs> that was, triggered my dog. That was really funny, actually. Bug. It's over here. We're over here. We're knocking over here. Hey, sh- that is okay. really funny. Actually, that was really good no, timing. she's uh, she's a guard dog. But she did a great job. That is so funny. She was sleeping too, <laughs> oh, and wow. it, she heard the knock, thinking it was someone at the door. And in her dream, she probably thought, is visualizing somebody at, at the door. You know. Oh my god, she's very confused. Well, I don't. I don't even need to say what I was knocking on wood about because I honestly forgot what I was uh, Maybe about. HBO giving you notes or <laughs> oh, letting yeah, you be, yeah. be free. About oh, I have whatever. the one. I have a very, very, very wonderful situation. Yeah, I have kind of like a very desirable situation amongst most people who are doing something creative in the entertainment industry, and I am counting my fucking blessings every day and being like, set up other projects, but don't get too distracted because this is really the golden goose. Do you, do you ever have creative uh, fights with um, Katya or you know stuff like that? Yeah, I think every creator yeah. does with their co-creator, mm-hmm. anyone who does that. It's part of what... That's part of finding your balance with it. I think we have a... I can... We can speak non-verbally now to a degree that is kind of like twins you know mm-hmm. i can i can communicate with her with very little but a facial expression and a reference and mm-hmm. then we're kind of on the same page and a middle maybe a finger yeah maybe, maybe a like finger. a middle finger <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh let's go to the um i just checked your um your Facebook page, I don't the Poundcast on Facebook. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and um, shit, it says that you're going to be here, the, uh, or I'm going to be here on on the show. But the question is for you. <laughs> um, hi, I love this is from Israel. Hi, I love high maintenance. Thanks for such a great show. Do you write the episodes with the intent of making them even more better to watch, even better to watch while high, or is this just what weed does when you watch TV? Um. As you are a laid-back person, are you as well? That's question number two. So oh my not. god! Uh, n- the the intent is for them to be as enjoyable on the hundredth view as they were on the first or tenth or fiftieth. So whether or not you're high or not, yeah. I but they get worked on while high, so that let that, that's, that's wait, another question somebody yeah. had. What, are, is the weed? In, real? Yeah, the weed is not real. That would be like a sag people smoking. They're smoking. Oh, okay. What is a sag debacle? It would be a sag. Yeah, debacle right. And so they. Yeah, but like, there's some sort of. Can you um, give me a non-verbal like? 
uh, Mike, whether I you... can say <laughs> I'm just that kidding, you know I can mean. say that the show is worked on while high, and I am in many episodes. And if I'm in every episode, mm-hmm. that's where I'll leave it. You, you're high in a lot of the episodes. No, I didn't say that. Yeah. I just said two statements. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, there's when people are smoking in the show, it's a sort of, um, it's like a, 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 what do they use exactly? They, they use this have, in a lot of movies. We have right? three grades of weed. We have the smoking, the theater tobacco, which is everyone's least favorite to work with. Theater tobacco? Yeah, we yeah. roll joints with theater tobacco. What's, theater what is tobacco. that made out of? Some herbal blend. I'm not even sure what it is. It tastes just awful. And then uh, there's nothing quite like the smoke. That The pot smoke is like a deep white, you know, cloud. And some mm-hmm. of this shit is just very, very... A lot of our actors don't smoke either. So you got to send like, it to the effects house so they can yeah. add a little. Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, oh, do you do you do yeah. they really? You add, yeah, you add they smoke. sweeten it. They sweeten yeah, the visual. I, I, we, we started sweetening the smoke this year. <laughs> oh my I would, god! Like, look at it, and I'd be like, "This is bullshit, guys!" Like we need That's a better. Hilarious. We need better uh, set weed for sure. And then we have like the beauty weed, which is not to be smoked, but is in the bags, and that is to look like real pot, but. You know, I'm always like, guys, I'm like, Ben, and I'm like, okay, 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 uh-huh. about, like, getting the real thing in there. Um, do you do you feel like the show takes a neutral stance on marijuana, or is it... I think it, it's just, like, is it part kind of, of the... Nat- it's yeah. just part of the fabric of it's, reality it's not. Uh, it's not either glorifying or yeah. de-glorifying it, it just sort of... It's just part of the... Yeah, the, it's like the chocolate. It's setting. like uh-huh. coffee. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it has a negative impact on the characters, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's a positive impact. Right. Um, yeah. it did, but that doesn't even matter whether it has an impact. There's no real statement about marijuana in it at all, probably, right? Yeah, I mean, we're pro-marijuana, but we are definitely... Uh, we are familiar with the pitfalls of, of abuse of anything. Mm-hmm. So, that's... I I wanted to have the guy being trying to quit or take a break from smoking at the beginning of the season, uh, and we didn't end up doing that. Uh, but it probably would have worked pretty well. Uh, you could still do it. I yeah, I know. Yeah, maybe later. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Ian wants to know sativa or indica, bro. Sativa, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos. Friend of the show wants to know, was the horrific hospital stay on the show based on personal experience? No, it wasn't based on it. It was a metaphor for my personal experience, though, of dealing with 2017, late 2016 and 2017. However, while we were filming our last episode, Katya got into a bike accident and right on our way to set and i had to like direct the episode while she was in the hospital and it was pretty much the same thing but reversed it oh, was man. insane i was like what is going on it was a very very she's okay yeah she's okay she got her she hurt her uh face and her chin but it's healing up really nicely but she was she she fucking her face was fucked up for uh, a, a little bit and it was very very scary it was one of the things where i was like we had gone through the whole season and we were both so tired and emotionally ragged and then that incident just snapped everything into like crystal clear focus of what was important uh-huh. and it was like oh having a relationship with you for as long as i can no matter what form it takes is like the only thing i care about 
no matter if this show exists, if our marriage exists, it was like, I am glad that you exist. And it was really great in that way. How, how do you find uh, the actors for the show? Do you have an auditioning process? Or? We do. We have a more and more. It gets more and more traditional every year as, as we have. It started out as friends. Yeah, yeah, it was just friends and colleagues. And Katya used to teach acting classes at uh, these, like, these actor workshops. And uh, she used to teach auditioning classes. And we'd meet some people from there. And then friends of mine from college. The asexual magician is someone I went to college with. His name is Avery Monson. He's a very funny boy. Uh, and others we would, I like, I'm going into this third season saying like, I don't care what the expertise level of is the person we hire. I just want them to light me up. Like whoever lights me up, I want to, I want that experience. So I'm looking more and more. So you pack the bong and then. If <laughs> yeah. If know, they if brought they, a lighter, if yeah, they were smart. Then they're in. They heard <laughs> this podcast. Uh, they know how to get in. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the black the older black man uh I forgot what episode. Season two, there's like a real yeah, estate agent. Yeah, that like was that directed guy, like, by Shaka King and he Where do you find Shaka. that guy? That guy worked with Shaka on Newlyweeds, uh which is his uh it was his uh short film that he oh, or, okay. no film that he made. Because that guy that seemed like such a real with. just Anthony guy. Chisholm, he's a goes by Chiz. He's a real uh he's a real actor dude he's he lives he's in Montclair. he's he's a real professional Chiz. i knew a guy <laughs> named Ch- well my friend had a friend named Chiz once that's a great nickname <laughs> mm. i was in um my friend was doing a uh uh he found a, a, a music video director gig uh by this rap group fame and Chiz from uh through craigslist and then i was in their video drink till you pass out Faint by Fame and Chiz, and then I watched it recently. It's so depressing. It's just like this white guy drinking in a bar alone in Bed Stuy, and he's the only white guy there, and he gets really way too drunk, and he's it's really sad. They made a really sad music video. I ha- I want the world to know I had nothing to do with the concept of that video. <laughs> I just well up. now they know it exists, and they're all going to look. I it know. Up. I th- I thought about it while I was saying don't say it, but you know, say it, don't spray it. By the way, did you see say. the new Drake video? No. It's like the the most ha- joyful rap video I've ever seen. He's like handing out racks t- like of you know thousand dollar bills stacks to like just regular people. He's surprising people on the street. And they're like, oh my god, it's Drake! And then he like hands him a bunch of money, dollars. and he's like, he's like you know just buying kids toys and like helping out the community. Yeah, like wow. in various ways like that. And Does it everyone, make you feel weird that he's self-promoting his own kindness? There's something weird about that, yeah. but it also I don't know. It just it is. You can see the, the true joy in these people that he's helping out. Yeah. So yeah, what else? Would, that's I wonder. That's a real thing. Even though yeah, joy. it is making him be like yeah, look at me. I'm the man in this new way. Yeah, I'm not like I don't have all the money. Uh, also I don't have like a, a a Ferrari and bitches, but I'm like. Yeah, I'm, I'm rich. I'm still, I'm still yeah. really rich here. I mean, like, you know, because yeah, there's a uh, yeah, there's a lot of YouTube prank videos where they'll do one episode where they 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 do that. You know, they help homeless people or something like that. But it's kind of like I don't know. They should just do that without filming. They oh, wait, then, then they're like, just kidding. That's not real money. Isn't it? Oh weird? yeah, oh, no, that's I, a prank. That I would be. I, I would actually be into that more. Actually, if it was like not even real money, and they set, and they broke it to them as part of the video. But you know, yeah. Whenever there is a, um, whenever people are, yeah, like self-promoting 
their generosity or charity and stuff. Well, that's that what, always that's kinda, what rappers do, though. They self promote. Right, it's boasting. Right, it's, sure. He's boasting in a new in a well, new okay. style, which I, 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 I like. The it's new a woke boast. Yeah, I, I, I like the woke boast. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. all I'm okay. saying is, yeah. if you're gonna boast, you might as well woke boast. But I just yeah, that's when people, true. I guess the only positive to posting about what how you donated to char- charity is that maybe it it informs other people of the charity and you know maybe will inspire people to donate as well. But um, yeah, I kind of like. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, this don't mean to change the subject, and I have something to say about. Please this change too. it. Oh, how about this? How about a show that is called Teach a Man to Fish, uh, and instead of just giving away money or whatever, you select someone on the street and then get them and you teach them how to do something. Fishing. That's yeah, like Drake teaches somebody how to fish or Drake. How to rap or whatever. Yeah, how to know. rap or whatever he's good at, and then you how to rap get, about fish. Yeah, how to rap about. Fi- oh my! I'm sure you could lay it down. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because obviously, I, I don't. I don't also like the idea that don't give too money many, equals I, happiness. Don't give too many of these item. amazing ideas away on on your show. Oh, I'm trying not to, but that's just it keeps coming. I'm in flow, uh, but it's just like the idea is that I don't like the idea that money or a thing is is going to make somebody happy, and you're just provoking a reaction from them. I think yeah, because it's not a, it's it's not about the money; it's about what you can buy with the money. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what's going to make you happy. You know, the house, the car, the Ferrari. Yeah, exactly. You know, the the, the five story mansion. The, that's that's the duplex investment property. The duplex in Venice. I thought yeah. you were going to say, which is yeah, that's both an investment. <laughs> both yeah, both in a, the investment in Venice. Yeah, the inv- the invet the the mint. Yeah, almost, I I was there with you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Thank you, thank you for coming. <laughs> thank you for coming. Um, so, are you going to do more uh, seasons? Yeah, we well, yeah, I got a season three order last week or something for ten more. Ep- I don't know oh, how. Congratulations! I'm yes, thank you. Has it been announced, announced on um, Variety? Yes, it, it was Variety and Variety and everything that matters. Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, T H R. Yeah. Um, uh, so you said that the casting process has become more and more traditional. Yeah, and is that a do you not like that or no? What? I like it. I, th- I mean, do you not do you not like having the familiarity with the people you work with I've, earlier? I, and- I like to, but it has taught me as a person to get more familiar faster. Yeah, because uh, I've been doing. You know, I interface with a lot of people, and I try to to showcase what is cool about them. So I've developed a skill of just not cutting through the bullshit because the bullshit is informative too. But definitely try. Like, I just want everyone to feel comfortable and relaxed. How do you? What? What are your? What is your approach to becoming familiar with somebody quickly? Uh, I allow myself to be vulnerable in front of them, so I dissect my motivations aloud, and I um, let them know how I'm coming to the table today, and don't try to hide anything or manipulate them. I just let myself be open and then if they choose to come with me then that's where, how I do it and if not then I try to I try to not pressure them into opening up in any way and just give mm-hmm. them a moment as you were talking about becoming more vulnerable and opening up the light started yeah yeah <laughs> becoming yeah. brighter and brighter I on do you, that as too. if you were becoming open and vulnerable in that moment yeah <laughs> that's a part of the whole thing i have a light team that yeah, follows exactly. me around <laughs> a lighting designer that you think uh, those clouds are going to come through yeah with some exactly. rain today I, uh, what did oh, they say? What did your team think? It was think? really pounding. It was. It looked like it was pounding out east over oh, there. Oh, okay. So I saw them rolling in. God, it was so beautiful. How uh, long are you in uh, LA for? I leave the. Th- I leave by train, 
What? To New York on the 12th or the 13th. Oh, oh you're man, taking that's a train so cool. Yeah. Did you take the train out here? Brett, no. No. You taking the train back? My friend and I have to get this a script written before we hit oh. the ground on high maintenance. Now, are you so going like, to hop a train like a hobo? I guess we could like our hobo. friend Mike Collins and we had Dylan. Ho- we had a hobos on. Yeah, well, we had a couple hobos, train I mean, hoppers on. Not, not hobos, but they they're were, not hobos. <laughs> they're, they're, they're they're train. They were train hoppers though. There yeah. a lot of liberal arts kids go do that for right. a semester. I yeah. think they were. I think that's exactly what they would do. Yeah. So um, what yeah. <laughs> what train goes there? Do you have to go up to like San Francisco and then go Chicago and then transfer? Yeah, but there's a train that you can take from Northern California that goes to Chicago. Oh, cool! Are you gonna take a train from L.A.? Yeah, Union Station. <laughs> I'm going directly. To oh, just Union Station. Then you like you take a few. Um, I'm going to take the subway from Chinatown where I'm staying to Union Station. Or maybe I'll just even walk and then just get on the train. No, I'm go. talking about the train back to New York. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I'm going to take the metro to Union Station. That's so cool. And then I'm going to take Union. I'm going to I'm going to walk out of somebody's house. So you're not on morning. any car or anything. You're no, just foot I, and you tra- know why? Foot and rail. I love movement, but yeah, I don't want to drive. And then when you're in a train, you're seeing all the places that cars can't go because it's the train. It's the best. Trains and, are so cool. And also you feel like you're moving. The web, the web access is never that strong, so you can't You're not like, so distracted. Get, not so distracted. And then, you're, and then you're just like sitting with a random person for dinner. And then you're like, hey, uh-huh. you know, like I, I'm, I'm guilty about a murder I committed. What about you? Or, you know, you don't say that. And that's not what true about me. Well, that, that would a joke be like about an, my uh, Alfred Hitchcock film yeah. or something. Did you yeah. ever work as a delivery person for any kind of thing, food uh, or anything? Uh, I worked right before high maintenance. And while we were making the first episodes, I worked at a uh, plant shop. Uh, flowers and plant shop in Williamsburg. Called, yeah, so I delivered flowers when the other guy I worked with who looks almost exactly like you, I would have to say. Really? I'm just realizing his name was Zach, and he was from West Virginia or Kentucky. I think he was from Kentucky. And he uh, worked there with me. We had a very jokey relationship. And one day he was carrying a vase, and it cut his hand. And then I had to drive the truck and do deliveries mm. for a while. And in, that was the exact time in which I was writing high ma- like starting out high maintenance and just going inside of people's apartments and installing Why did, why did you pick marijuana as opposed to food or flowers I or smoke whatever? A, I, we were smoking, and I do smoke a fair amount of grass, and, um, and it was an organic five-minute interaction that was more interesting than pizza delivery, that somebody went into somebody's house. There was more intimacy there because mm-hmm. we were both breaking the law, and it was I was – had done so many like short little two minute videos. I was wanted something that was fast but took place in real time in order to sharpen my editing storytelling skills into mm-hmm. narrative that was not just like polishing a bunch of random turds and then smashing them together under a cool song. So nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> just kidding. That's what I want to do with this chances thing. I just wanted I just wanted to be like an editor's uh, editor's playground of being like just put a bunch of weird stuff crossfade to your heart's delight crossfade everything mm-hmm. i don't know i like a good crossfade i like a nice push these days yeah pushes nice push. are pretty fun love to push what do you edit on these days uh, adobe, a, a, a adobe, adobe premiere, premiere and yeah. um a lot of after effects i guess i love that after effects is the ultimate it's really <laughs> makes everything i use that i don't know why adobe too. doesn't make just a hybrid of the two yeah, you, know, you don't. Well, the dynamic link, like is a source monitor, where you can just see the clip and find the in and out, drop it in, yeah, and then have all the all the effects of the After Effects, you know, yeah, just easily um, 
whatever. I had to go. I started on Final Cut, of course, and then I went to Adobe Final Cut. I X, still, I still love Final I, Cut. I, nine, the old one, the Final old, Cut Nine, the, the final seven. I, yeah, yeah, seven. seven yeah, it's still, spot. it's that's the sweet spot. Yeah, it's that, still easier and better than and then Adobe Premiere. I still think uh, Adobe Premiere can do. It's, I like it. I as like far it. as like, I can just do it faster. I mean, we don't have to get into it, but like, you know how like it automatically will do. <laughs> Like image and wireframe, you can just like move things yes, around. Yes, you can do like huge. easy that's little huge. things. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, you could just really drag and drop to your heart's delight. Yeah, you can really man. Move, move I around loved X because of that. It was like a whole new level of visual. Like, well, you're you're in the minority. minority. Wait, Final Cut. Well, X? you're in the minority of Final Cut X because uh, I, I only made, know a few people that do Final Cut. That X. made people move to Adobe. Is was yes, X because it was such a disaster, and yeah. I eventually. But I liked that it was approaching Minority Report. Like I could see putting on editing gloves and then using the yeah the X editing gloves like the power glove for editing. Yeah, it would be I'm cool. Really I think Vic Berger it. might use X. Really? Yeah. Really? Interesting. It's cool. You can tuck up the sound, the audio. You can not just have not see the audio for a second. You'd be like, I don't want to look at it. I guess you could do that with the other by jerks dragging the toolbar down. But I don't know. You I just like tuck that. it up. Yeah, just tuck, tuck it up. Yeah, you just tuck, tuck it, it in. Just tuck There's it, a lot of tuck tucking it. in that one. <laughs> tuck is a as a I like that word is it's it's a provocative word. You know, tuck. They made me uh, change to avid this year, and that. Really pissed me off at first. Oh. I was just like, God "What is this? Some it. union thing or something?" Yeah, yeah. You just got to yeah, tell yeah. them no. No, I, everyone was just like, I, no. "I used Premiere the first year, and I was having trouble getting the sound over to Pro Tools because somebody renamed all the clips." And I was yeah. like, "Yeah." And then it That's was a nightmare. And then I was like, "Ugh, just why didn't? Why, how do we not do this?" And they're like, "Avid," and I was like, "Oh man." Oh yeah, but it's fine. It's a good program. Avid's fine. I had to do it. A few many years ago for something and it, it they all they're all they they're all, all the are kind of yeah, the same yeah. i'm yeah i prefer video toaster you know it's, it's just like kind of easy they have cool toaster. effects and it's cool transitional effects and stuff yeah the guy <laughs> yeah. lifting the weight yeah. white yeah. <laughs> or the ballerina um, wipe that's a good one yeah you know home, home improvement they use so many of those you know but they made them custom those yeah they know like, those are custom they like but they, they were the, very uh reminiscent of video yeah, toaster totally. effects you know yeah, but um, are you if did you are you were aside from your own personal experience of delivering flowers or plants and stuff, were you also inspired by movies like Cat's Eye or you know Twenty Bucks? And, or I like have that? been talking about Twenty Bucks a lot lately. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I've really been like yeah, I like the slacker style. Slacker, yeah. I call, slackers, yeah. I call episode slacker style, or but yeah. I don't know the other one you said. Oh, uh, I like Cat's more, Eye? Cat's Eye, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, it has a that. Drew Barrymore is in it. She's What's in one that? of the stories. It's a cat that, you know, the cat is the oh, connecting wow, cool. thing, but the cat goes from story to story, basically, yeah. and is involved. But um, I love 20 bucks, although... 20 bucks, I mean... Is it like a Cassavetes kind of thing? Does he do that? What? Tw- no. No, just the vibe of like... Yeah, just a... We're jumping into his little slices. Cassavetti yes. tends to stay a while. I mean, I would he say stays Jim, too long. I think Jim yeah, Jarmusch yeah. kind of, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. the, you know, kind of, you know, Mystery Train or Night on Earth, I guess, or something mm-hmm. like that. But 20 bucks, there's a I feel like I might have talked about this on on the show. Yeah, right? I don't but think I've heard. I don't, I don't Oh no! Well, you've never you been on this show. Oh, yeah, I mean, on yeah, you on have his not show. been on his show. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, I doubt. Yeah, you must okay, be so thinking of something. Yeah, you're right. I'm thinking something else. But the um 
there's one one story in particular that is I really like in Twenty Bucks, which is the Steve Buscemi Christopher Lloyd story. I have to watch it again, man. Oh, that's so what good. What is Twenty it's, Bucks? It's, I've never even heard of it. It's, it's like from the early nineties. Okay, nineteen ninety three. It's like a it's a twenty dollar bill that gets passed around, and there's different stories. Oh. You see the different stories because of where the twenty dollar bill. It's a do- it's a delicious know, device. Goes yeah. Can but, you um, name the director? <clears throat> no, no. Keva Rosenfeld. Mm. Oh, Kiva. I, I was I, Kiva. Is that a male? Ki- he is. A I'm male, surprised yes. because it, the stories almost seem directed by different people. Actually, you know that it's one director of that show in twenty bucks uh-huh. because yeah. the 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 Christopher Lloyd Steve Buscemi story, which is they they go around robbing liquor stores. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, is yeah. so such a different has such a different tone and feeling than the rest of the movie and it's I, I really love that part of the movie and the music is really good at that, that part of the movie too but anyway that's, I gotta watch that again yeah, that, been... that scene in, that whole not scene but that whole segment is really good I've been thinking about uh, I've been thinking about inanimate objects the stories of inanimate objects lately oh uh, being where they go and stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's a great device 20 bucks yeah yeah um, Just slap a GoPro on. A well, you did a dog. Yeah, exactly. you did that dog episode. That was really yeah, cool. I loved that. Did you watch that one? No, no, I didn't see that. It's one. like it's all about this dog. Oh, oh, oh yeah, and, and it's even shot from like a lower. Yeah, point I, of I view saw and... clips of that one actually. Yeah, yeah, the, with, yeah I saw clips of the, there, there's a someone who's dog sitting and then she has yeah. the treats or whatever. And gives the, the dog, dog falls in love with the dog sitter. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then like the dog owner is tragically kind of like a, a lameo, and the dog yeah. is all sad when he's around. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and then no, it runs away with one. some gutter punks. Yeah, that's, that's what happens. I was like sitting there, like watching that, like please go catch up to her. It was like one. It was like I was like watching a rom com. I was like, go get her uh-huh. at the end when <laughs> yeah, when yeah. when you guys come up and pet. I'm like, go after her, and then he goes back to uh, the gutter punks, and my friend was like, that dog did the right thing because then he would end up with that asshole owner again because she would she would. I was like thinking about her, like she could get her job back. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going deep into this episode, but I was like, I was like, back. I was like, I wanted, I felt bad that she got her job. Just out of curiosity, um, I didn't see the that whole, she got oh, fired. So you thought that, that you went on this journey? Yeah, I went on that journey with that dog. I hardcore. didn't see this with full Gatsby because but... my friend's dog is named Gatsby. Duncan's dog is named Gatsby, and oh, I go, wow. Duncan, do you know there's a dog called Gatsby on high maintenance? I didn't oh, see wow. the whole episode, but is there? <laughs> Any like sexual tension between the dog sitter and the dog, or is that it's not? Sex. There's it's a full, there's a lot of uh, full frontal from the dog, and yeah, the dog <laughs> just really lifts its yeah. tail a lot. Hey, you know that is there some HBO action? Is there some no, HBO there's action? a straight no, up like love. It's I mean not sexual, but there's like love scenes between the dog. Yeah, there's that's a lot of score. Chris Baird did the score for that. And by one. the way, that dog has to be like an amazing actor. Oh, there's well, some you know. of the shots where he's like going like this. He's like making sure the coast is clear. Well, you know like, that. How did they do dogs? That? Don't act. so every so first. I'm of not all, saying dogs it's don't an actor, act. but yeah, like dogs don't act. It, whatever they got it, they got <laughs> it to like emote perfectly. Well, we had to have a trainer planted all over. There were three trainers uh-huh. at all times, and we had eye lines basically. Yeah. So we had when we wanted the dog to look over one that way, makes we a lot of a, sense a trainer trait <laughs> a trainer placed in one part of the room and then a trainer placed another uh-huh. and then they would just call to the dog from different directions and it really taught me a lot about working with actors because it's just it's about point you gotta have focus. three different directors <laughs> yes. there's about, that, that mr show sketch where they like put peanut butter on a thing no, to oh, like no. make sure make the actor like that's so like, funny go down to like come here come here to like they're like an animal. Oh, no, I uh, seen that. That's so funny. The, the key to directing is controlling the actor completely. 
<laughs> dominating them. Yeah, dominating them, dominating making them the have unconditional responses. Well, or, it's, yeah, conditional but, responses. But, I mean. You know, like it just taught me a lot about just like where in the frame the attention of the the subject is looking. That can really tell. That can tell you the story. You know, like if it's looking up or it's looking down. Like it was. Yeah. I just had no idea that that it could be so simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, that well, was, I just thought like that dog one was like an exceptional dog. I don't want to say acting or whatever it's called, but like yeah, the just, dog, There's parts where it's like it's looking around like a human. Like it's okay. Is the coast clear? Like I don't know if a dog would do like. Is the coast clear? I don't yeah, know if they would, would do smell. that. Yeah, they yeah. wouldn't do that. Like, is the coast clear? They kind of just like go somewhere. Yeah, like they wouldn't like walk across the street and check the. It's a, they don't listen to lyrics. They, they don't. They just the experience no. they, of the world. They're they in the experience moment. Experience the world in a visceral, yeah. extinctual kind of way. They don't yeah. Like yeah. Exactly. For yeah. That reason. yeah, exactly. Well, they, they might like the beat, maybe, or something, yeah. but or the tone of of the rapper's voice. But they're not really listening to the poetry of it. Yeah, yeah. and that's why they're dogs. Uh, that's what Speaking of dogs, who us. who let the dogs out? Who let, I don't know. Oh, that who, was a great comeback. Or something. Yeah. Or something like that. Who let the dogs out or something like that? Do you like the album Donuts by Jay Dilla? No, I don't know it. That's a good that's a good instrumental hip hop album. Great. Donuts. Change by the Jay game. Dilla. I'll even put it on my Change the game. Put list. it on the on the way. I'll put it in my list of things that I don't ever get around to watching, but so many people I have that me, list. I have that list too. Offer me such cool things. Oh uh, yeah, man. Oh yeah. Man. Anyway, um, I guess we've been going for a while. But I don't want to keep you here all day. It's been fun hanging out though, and I don't necessarily have a hard stop. So all right, let's know. do two more hours. <laughs> um. So, what so you it, suggest that we just continue while we're trying to get this off the ground. We should just make continue to make our web series, basically. I think that you should continue to make your web series. I think you should just do everything that no one is going to let you do. And then just do those things. Yeah. Well, we'll just do that then. All right, Brent. Let's get to it. I mean, it's just that if we could just get some little bit of money to make make the web series. J Dilla Donuts. J Dilla Donuts. We I sell weed. <laughs> Would you or, flou- sell- or flowers or plants? Do you? Uh, do, are you worried that if it goes legal, the show will be obsolete? Or this uh, the show will be think, some kind of time capsule I when? Think- I think uh, the whole. I think that you named it that the experience with my character is a little bit of a time capsule, uh-huh. already, and I think that there's going to be a whole bunch of really good tension about that to be had. The kind of the kind of people who will stick with him, and I think there's that could be a whole season of themes of like, why are we here? What are we doing? What are or we maybe doing? the guy goes legit. I thought about working that. For speed well, that would definitely be part of being out here. The the tip can't make it like so. We've always been like, all right, it's not about the guy. Make it about the client. And this season, it's like, all right, it's a little bit more about the guy this time. But it can be very, very little. And we shouldn't make it about the weed. We should make it about his personal life because, like, the whole thing is just revealing that a human being has like so much going on more than meets the eye. So then now. It, it would be logical for us to break the next rule, which was like we don't talk about the weed, and start talking about the weed. But then it just becomes a different show. I it just, doesn't. It seems as though I mean I I don't know. Even though marijuana is pretty 
present in the show, it's not really about the marijuana. No. And you don't want it to That's be. just it's gets about you in the people. door. That gets you into the door. People's yeah, life, yeah, slice yeah, of life exactly. stories, basically. Like these little, you know, stories of these. Yes, yeah. exactly. I got to yeah. ask about this episode called Selfie. Oh, yeah. That one was really, we were really having fun. <laughs> that was really a, pol- must be a polarizing episode. It's extremely polarizing. Why, why is it polarizing? Because it's very uh, self-referential. It's meta. It's I would say meta. self-referential. It's extremely yeah. meta. That, um, I don't know. That was Brett Gelman shows up yeah. playing, playing him. him. You know, I, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. I saw and then at, that's at the uh, that, is that the one where the girl Hannibal's is in the in coffee it. shop at the end? Yeah. And I gotta know what what's up with that ending. That was her being like, "All right, now I'm set. I don't have to worry about money." But she's just addicted to tricking people. You're like, "Oh, she can't." Oh, not, okay. She can't not. Be, but there was a shot be, that lingered on this mom and her kid. Well, she was looking at, all right, now I'm married. She had, you know, it wasn't, we didn't make it clear enough that she was married. We tried to do a trick and it didn't work. Okay. But we were trying to I think, to yeah, something about she, it made, made me think like, what is going on? It, but, it, I tried to say that she was choosing between a domestic, like, now you go have a, now you're fine. You don't have to be uh, homeless anymore. Go have a kid and and do uh-huh. that and then she instead chose to pretend she was blind and trick somebody yes yes so i didn't we didn't gracefully establish <laughs> that she was in that new life because we just basically ran out of time and money but if i had my druthers i would have gone back and expanded i would have redone everything from the court scene i would have redone that court scene and i would have redone the ending but you know that's how life goes no, that's cool. I mean, the the ending was just so bizarre. I was, was uh, I bizarre. was like, this mate this really took a turn. I don't know. Yeah, what's got, going on? It got weird. It turned into like a Robert Altman film at the end, kind of like because she left that coffee shop. Yeah, and then yeah. Like it zooms into that mom and her kid. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, I hope we go into their world for me. Yeah, but like. <laughs> You know, we were really. Well, no, it was cool. I, ran, I just thought just it was cool. It was just energy, like really. it was just like it was just makes you think. Like, that what's episode going on here? also came from a sour place because hmm. I there was this episode of the New Girl that took that actress who played homeless Heidi and cast her in a role where she was pretending to be homeless for one of the New Girl characters. And then it turned out she wasn't homeless, that she was just whatever. They were just doing it with the same actress, and that was like forever huh. ago, years before that episode. But it was – you had done the, the, the webisode version of it. Yes. You, that I one had already, already had come done out. High, yeah. Homeless Heidi. And the then web, the yeah. next year – It was New Girl. The New Girl yeah. did it, that. And then I was trying to – I was just being – I was just being mean. I was just being like, hey, I saw you. I saw you do that, and then that's not a whole episode of TV. But then once I <laughs> once I started the process, I kind of painted myself into a corner because I had the concept of like, oh, homeless Heidi gets like, you know. So the idea of stealing ideas, you know, or stealing someone's, you know, stories, or whatever, which is present in the HBO episode, that was and it's it, I, this it connect- episode is about that too. Yeah, no, yeah, I know that's what I'm saying, yeah. but that's yeah. that's what it was it's like, inspired because of New Girl stealing that's like it from double the, meta. It was yeah, like triple I, meta. I was trying to go as meta as possible uh-huh. because I was really trying to do a, a really uh, a very subtle burn. Yeah, to New Girl because they stole it from the web series. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm. Impl- I'm. Yeah. That's the implication that I'm. Interesting. So you know that maybe don't do that on the HBO platform. <laughs> 
No, why not? Oh, it's fine. Hey, yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, 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 do what you want. Well, you know make I mean? sure you have enough time to do. You can do some, them right. Some su- subtle burns are fine. Yeah, a little burn. But I, I, I believe that that one is suffered because it came from a sour place. And oh, I, really? Think so? I think that things should come from goodness and kindness. A sweet place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think that you can make sour jokes, but it's gotta, it's gotta be sweet at some point. Are they, like I'm always like, how can anything be Sweet straight? How can anything be straight up drama? Like if I'm gonna like somebody in the world, I have to either think they're funny or innocent or sweet. Like if I'm gonna care about them, you have to show me in the first five minutes yeah. why I want them. You don't or like if watching- they're like an asshole. They have to be super clever. Like Michael B. Jordan in uh, Creed? Black Panther no, or Creed or whatever. <laughs> no, I don't know. He's like, he's like so winning and clever. I was thinking about this on the way over. Is it okay? Like, we're taught in the culture that like Ferris Bueller or Risky Business, like as long as you're cute or clever, you can pretty much do anything, mm-hmm. which is crazy. You can be a pimp. Yeah, you can. <laughs> so That's what- I've been thinking about that lately and just being like, what about protagonists who aren't clever or cute? And it, how do we make them like? I mean, I'm trying to think of shows or you know movies where someone is just not clever and they're also pretty sour. Right? Sling Blade. Well, he's kind of pretty innocent, actually. You do see yeah. a sweetness to Sling Blade, definitely. Um, That's a cool book title: Sweetness to Sling Blade. The sweetness, the, the unbearable sweetness of Sling Blade, or something like. That. <laughs> well, you know, Jim Jarmusch is in that movie. Is no. he in it? Sling Blade. Jim Jarmusch. Yeah. Is he is he in that? Because I was looking up. Um, He's in Smoke. Oh yeah, that one. With the, I was looking up. Um, right fried potatoes. I was looking up this quote. <laughs> right fried potatoes. Mm-hmm. What do you? I like them French fried potatoes. <laughs> I was yeah, looking up French fried potatoes from that movie, <laughs> and I watched the scene, and I'm pretty sure it's Jim Jarmusch is like the fast food guy at the driving. Really? Driving. Oh, I got. I, I didn't notice that. Huh. Yeah. I reckon I could use a little something other day at noon time. Cool. Mustard's good on them to me. That you was his. For sale in there? That was his big thing, wasn't it? It was that his was, breakout thing. That was yeah, definitely. Thing. Jarmusch. No, Bobby. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Bobby. Bobby. Billy Bob Thornton for sure. Bobby, yeah. Bobby, Bobby. Yeah. No, I, I, I was rooting for him in that that year for the Oscars. Yeah, and he won. I think screen. That was pre Vial of Blood. In his, on, he used to wear Angelina's blood around his neck. Oh, and vice that versa. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, that's pretty romantic. That's know. pretty romantic. It's kind of hardcore. I, yeah. I she love... got a Billy Bob tattoo, right? Yeah, maybe so. It's hard, impossible to say. I wonder what that tattoo looks like now. I wonder if she changed it. She probably did. Mm-hmm. Or lasered it. It's probably like says. She probably just changed some of the letters. So it's you like... know, um, Bud. He's got that tattoo. He had yeah. a girlfriend named Kelsey, mm-hmm. and they like you know they broke up and. Whatever it was sour, but he he put underneath it grammar, so it's Kelsey Grammar. Oh, oh my god, that yeah. is so funny! I had this thought. Who That's was it? I, I was talking about this with somebody recently about maybe an easier way to get a tattoo removed is just if it's a somebody who it was for someone in your life and you don't or whatever, just put not to yeah. it. So whatever it is, so it could have been Kelsey not. You know, like oh, afterwards, like yeah, Wayne's World style. Nah, yeah, not nah. yeah, exactly. So you just whatever it is, not's got to be like a different font, in, like even a if, big all caps. Even like, if it's not like based on a relationship or anything, if it's something you don't connect to anymore, you could just put yeah. not with an exclamation point. You know, and then it's it's almost it's easier than getting it taken removed. Well, I don't Who reckon that quite that? satisfied me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
What was the other? Oh, um, movies that are 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 interesting to watch because the person is not. They're not a. It's not an anti-hero. It's, it's just a normal person. Like who's they're not, not cl- super clever. Maybe the well, oh, there's movies like that, that. movie. Uh, Na- I think it's Naked with David Thewlis. Thewlis. Oh, you know, you know mm-hmm. um, what's or, the uh, what's the movie that takes play? Uh, Idiocracy. Oh, best yeah. movie. But like the, the world is. So um, good what's in his that. name? Not Owen Wilson. The other one, Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson in that is just like a dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's kind of like the protagonist. He's but like the hero of the story. Is, but he's like so. Like, but that's because the universe is of that movie is yeah. so entertaining. You don't have a normal. You could person take a, in a dope from world. now and put them in the idiot world, and then they're like a kind of a genius or something. What about something like uh, Eastbound and Down or something like that? You know? Oh, he's so funny. I mean, yes, he's, he's funny. Dick. I guess. Right. Well, guess. he's a straight up asshole, and he's clever to and fun to laugh at. You know, I don't sometimes know if he's clever. But yeah, that he's do- he's he's, d- he's funny. That though. doesn't yeah. play. That doesn't work for your. Little, I guess no, clever. Your little is. thought experiment that doesn't work. No, I know. I just was thinking. I just want to see if there's like a not entertaining person can be entertaining. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I guess why. Uh, I that doesn't. Know. Yeah. What about just? I mean, I'm just throwing this out there. What about Manchester by the Sea? You know, Casey Affleck. He just. He's like a very off-putting character, and I wouldn't say clever either. But and he's like a depressed, you know, off-putting. And he's, guy. And he's a little yeah, baby sure. kitten. <laughs> Speaks like a little kitten. No, sir. <laughs> I mean, he's the, he's the, he's yeah. I mean, Sling Blade is a, he's a cutie. Who's the kid in Sling Blade? What uh, happened to him? Yeah, who was the kid actually? Let's look it up. I mean, we got John Ritter's in the in the movie. Okay, let's wrap it up in um, a few minutes here. Oh, he was all, John Ritter was also in Bad Santa. I wonder if him and Billy Bob had a good relationship. Is it Lucas Black? Oh yeah. I don't oh, know. he was in Friday Night Lights. Who was also with Billy Bob Thornton? Oh really? Is that the kid? Yeah, he was. Yeah, in, so he was in the Friday Night Lights movie. Oh, he was the okay. main boy. Who is the woman in the movie? Slingblader? <laughs> yeah, Slingblader. You just want to go through the cast of Slingblade right now? <laughs> Natalie Canterday. Oh, no, I thought it was somebody like... Uh, you know what? Else. To be honest, I don't think I've ever seen Slingblade. Oh, it's a good movie. Is it really? That was Yeah, that was a really good <laughs> I movie. I just like the soundboards from it. I oh, don't know. Really, I don't watch movie. movies. I just I just do soundboards. Well, I don't reckon that quite satisfied me. If you want to hear about more details, I reckon I can tell them to you. <laughs> No, it's I used man when that movie came out. I was doing Sling Blade impressions all the time. It was just it's hard I, I would actually to. just I would just talk like that normal normal talk. You know if they you know if you ask me, hey, do you want to get get a slice of pizza? <laughs> I reckon. I, I reckon, reckon I get some. I French French I get, some get some French potatoes. Some people call it a Sling Blade. I, I, some people call it a Kaiser Blade. I call it a Sling Blade. I don't know if I'm going to die on death row. <laughs> did he die in death row? Is that what he did? Well, don't spoil it. I got to watch it. Oh, I don't know. If I, I get that mixed up with um, Shawshank Redemption somehow. That's another great film, I think. Billy Bob's not in that one. No, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of great movies out there. There's a lot of great content out there. And... Um, Ben, thanks for coming on the Poundcast, man. Thank you I mean, for thank you for me. having me on the yeah. Poundcast, actually, and Brent. On behalf thank, of thank on behalf of Brent and I, I th- uh, on behalf of Doug and the crew, on the crew, <laughs> on crew. Thank you for having us. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to um, promote or something? Promote or plug or you haven't even begun? Have you begun writing the third season yet? No. Yeah. Well, he's I, doing it now. He just you know I everything just, is I, part we, of it. I, you know? I probably will take the podcast. 
in the other room from this. Uh huh. I'll probably you'll see that on TV. Um, that would that would make my day. Yeah. If I, if I was watching it and then there was a podcast in the back that would like and like and John Daly is dressed as you or something. <laughs> John Daly. No, oh no, your, your friend that you Jesse Plemons. Oh shit! I don't want to be uh, Jesse Plemons. Yeah, man. You, Jesse Plemons. All right. Could totally I guess do I could, you. Well, I was thinking more like Matt Damon. Oh, he could do that too. Oh yeah, Jesse or Plemons. maybe Kevin Connolly from Entourage plays you. Okay. Yeah. E. Yeah. yeah. E from Entourage. I identify with E a little bit. Or Sean Astin. I don't know who that is. Looking Sean like Matt Damon ish. Like Sam from the the uh, what do you call it? Patty Duke's kid. He was also <laughs> Sean Astin. <laughs> uh, I'll do shit. I'll do skinny Sean Astin. Not like no. I'm not saying wait. Sam not like hot. Sorry. Okay. Wait yeah. A okay. I'll do this. I'll do this. Sean, Sean Astin. Remember Sean that Ast- Astin. Wait. Sean Astin is Patty Duke's child. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. That's weird. That that's like the the. Be Sean Astin. Goonies. Goonies. Sean Astin. Yeah. It, Patty Duke's that's Patty Duke is a mom, and Patty Duke gave him a real hard time growing up. She, I, I think he had a tough child. What about Patty Duke's cousin? Was she cool? She was probably the cool one, right? The cousin. No, I'm just I think you're thinking about the show. Where <laughs> what Patty are you talking Duke about? The twin? show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Patty Duke show. I love these facts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I didn't um, know that. That's so crazy that Sean Astin is. Uh, her son. No, that happens That's... all the time. Like you, you think no you know, idea. you think you know some celebrity, and it turns out, oh, Angelina Jolie's dad is well, everybody um, knows is John Voight. John Voight, and then like, and then that. you're like. Oh, like like Carrie Fisher's mom is like some other Debbie, Re- Debbie Reynolds. No, that ain't. But that, that's, that's not that's stuff known. you know. That's, that's known. Yeah. That's and then known. like, oh, Meg Ryan is like the mom of some. Ryan Ryan O'Neal, Josh Brolin. <laughs> I don't know. Alexander Skarsgård. It goes on. That's how you get a job. Peter Skarsgård. It's all nepotism. Uh, what's your name, Josh? <laughs> Just uh, Josh. Hi, Josh. Brent. It's all nepotism, man. Well, you know, uh, yeah. What's his Wait, who's Jason, your who's your parents? Jason Schwartz. My parents are. They own HBO, right? No, I knew it. Yeah, my parents is uh, <laughs> my my They're humble origins, humble military family. Oh, let's get a, a quick backstory before oh, yeah. we go. We'll get your backstory. Where are you from? I grew up in Phoenix, Arizona, in Scottsdale, Arizona. Scottsdale, uh, yeah, stand up Scottsdale. Stand up Scottsdale. Uh, they uh, moved there from Maryland before my sister was born in the 70s. I'm the youngest of four. And my mother was a music teacher out of our home. She went to Juilliard and decided to raise a family in Arizona instead of being a performance person. So she what taught she music play? out of our home, guitar, piano, and voice. Did she do that at home a lot for you yeah, guys? Not, Did you grow up in a musical us. sort of world? Musical, of musical world for sure, mm-hmm. definitely. But we not all, lyrical. Not lyrical. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but I listened to other kids singing like Les Mis in my living room while I was getting like a snack from the refrigerator. <laughs> Are you a musical man because of such a thing? I think I'm mm-hmm. quite musical, actually. Yeah. I, music is like my my most important form of art. Do you have a um, a say in the music that goes in high maintenance? Because I, I got to say, huge. there's some cool music in there. Oh, a lot of it is like deep cuts that I've never is, heard before. That is... My primary. You got Atacock in there. Oh yeah. I was like, this is the jam. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I. That is this year. I had actually a psychic. Uh, my charts read that was like music is going to be huge in your life at the end of this year. And sure enough, just looking for these tracks for high maintenance, it led me to Chances with Wolves. It led me to all these things. Music, like obscure music, is yeah. my big passion right now. Yeah. Cool. 
So you're in a musical world household. And, and then um, my dad was a public school teacher. Hmm. And then my mother became a cantor in a synagogue, which is like clergy hmm. song leader in the synagogue when I was uh, 12. So then we were injected into being like a cler- – I was like involved in the Jewish – reformed Jewish community in Scottsdale. And then I was – I don't know. My parents uh, were tired because I was the fourth kid. So I really made my own – I really was very had enterprising. Made. I was enterprising as a young one because I had like my to my sister. Oh, it's raining. My brothers and sisters. Oh yeah, it's really raining. It's nice. Uh, they, I give you a ride home if you want. I was gonna lift, but I'm just going over to the other side of the mountains, so that's fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I digress. No, I mean uh, Scottsdale is an affluent. Area, right? Yeah, my parents moved there where there was when there was no one there in the seventies, and then they had yeah, like just cheap, Scott. We lived just Scott. Yeah, it was just one guy. It was just Scott. It was actually well, that's another <laughs> that's another fact that doesn't need to be said. Here. No, it was it was actually Scott's son, Dale. <laughs> it was Scott's Dale. Dale. It was Scott's Dale. What was his name? Scott General Winfield Scott is for whom Scott's Dale. Oh, no is kidding. Named he was really? a Civil War general who's too fat to get on his horse. <laughs> That really? is what is known about him. Okay. Yeah, that is Win- the most American Winfield um, Scott thing you can. And Scottsdale is the most American neighborhood, kind of. Like, wow. it was very suburban, so suburban, and like cookie cutter. Like, I grew up with the the mountains. Like, pretty much, you could see. From uh, our did you just and, basically you were Elliot from ET? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. That's your vibe. Yeah, and walking through here, I was thinking that this felt like ET and Poltergeist and Steven Spielberg. Grew up in Arcadia, Arizona, which is basically that's what I was. Scottsdale. That's what made me think of that because I yeah. watched the documentary. Yes, and when I watched that documentary, I was like, "Oh wow, him and I me, really me grew and Steven up in the same are like in the same pe- environment, it caught was from so the same safe. cloth." Yeah, Did you yeah. go to film school or anything? No, mm-hmm. no, no. Don't I need don't, it. Didn't he just he just don't need it? Never set. will. Didn't need it. He went to USC, I guess. He's much Who better. Did? Steven. Oh yeah, yeah, Spielberg. Seagal. Didn't he go to USC? No. Steven Spielberg? He went to UCLA. UCLA, or UCLA maybe? Or something? USC. Oh. He Actually, was, he, was he didn't part- fin- I think he'd finished later, though. I, yeah, think, I he, think he was on set doing. He no. Was, you know what? He no, started. No, he just got hired what it was. as a teenager. No, he started at USC, didn't finish, or something like that. He started somewhere, didn't finish, started directing films, didn't and then to. he went back to school and finished, I think. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Never doesn't will. matter, never, never will. will. Never will. Whoa. Ooh. I love it. What happened? Is it coming down? No, I just I love it when it rains in LA. Everything gets so green like immediately. Yeah. Cool. Um All right. Well, yeah. Do we want to keep interviewing or I well, um, I've been to Scottsdale, you know, so, okay, I, know, so I know what's up, that's you know. Fine. I know what's up with it, you know. And uh, I think what I've I think what's happening is I have to pee, so I'm, maybe I'm kind of rushing it cuz I have to pee. Uh-huh. And then the rain's making me got to double pee. How long is your podcast? It's just whenever we we're done, like, we're done. It's no yeah. set time, you know. It's like a Joe Rogan three-hour smash. No, it's however long. It we feels don't like. really do Rogan lengths. Uh, I don't <laughs> think we've ever done a three-hour. We've done two and a half, maybe at the longest. But um, do you listen to podcasts? I, I do. do I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. I listen to. Um, I don't listen to podcasts. This new one I like, Movie Crush, is kind of cool. It's things you should know. I like. Uh, I like Duncan's podcast. I like. Yeah, I like um, that one. I think there's a, there's some politics ones I I get into I don't know I like Radio Lab sometimes I'll do that you know a little bit yeah what do you what do you listen to 
Do you listen Lately, to any podcasts? Nothing but Death, Sex, and Money, and Radio Lab, and This American. I do all Death, I- Sex, and Money. Yeah. What's that one? That one's just about death, sex, and money. People's opinion on it. It's uh, God. What if I can't remember? Anna. Uh, I can't remember her name. Serengina. 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 No. No. <laughs> I forget her name. Um, well, we're gonna pull it up right now. And Anna Sale. Anna Sale. <laughs> uh, and God, what do I listen to? I haven't done Mark Marin in years. And I haven't done Julie Klausner in a couple of years either, but I used to listen to those also. Uh, and Duncan's podcast I sometimes listen to. You know, it can be – I really – it's a lot of words. I try to like – I talk so much and have so many conversations with people that I I really relish in the times that I don't have to use words. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's just one form of communication. And it's just a bunch of made-up sounds. Well, I live here by myself up on this hill, so I like to have words going in my head. Yeah, makes me feel like someone's around, or like I'm part of like some conversation. Yeah, I've never. And then, like, I want to hang out with you, so I'll just make it act like I have a podcast just to hang out because nothing. We're not recording this. Oh, that's okay. This is just a. And you're flipping it on. This is just a way to hang out. I'm not even here right now. I'm just a (laughs) hologram, holographic projection. That's great, man. Mm -hmm. Projections are. Inevitable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of. I'm his. I'm really his subconscious. Yeah. Tell me more about your story. I haven't me barely cracked it. I'll send you <laughs> some. You don't know Brett? No. Oh man, you have a you have a treasure trove of <laughs> great things to. You're wearing such a heavy jacket. It's cold. It's cold out here for pimp pimple. <laughs> <laughs> it's um. No, I get cold easily. It's no, cold. Brent does. Brent's my favorite stand-up comedian. Okay, I recognize your face. Oh yeah, but I yeah. don't watch stand up. Maybe much. you're thinking of Nathan Fielder, maybe. But yeah, <laughs> I for a second I was like, oh hi, and then I was like, oh no, yeah. it's not. Oh, you. did you meet Nathan? 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 I went to a screening <laughs> that Nathan was at. I really talked to Nathan. I when I really respect someone a lot, I tend to not talk to them, which is weird. I I do that too. Yeah. I get quiet around people who's. Work I'm really familiar with and admire a lot, or something. Uh-huh. You know, like I get kind of quiet around them. Yeah, something. I clam up. Yeah, in the same way. There's certain certain people that. Yeah, it's like if you're just. I don't know. Yeah. I, well, I think it's because of the imbalance of familiarity. Like, yeah, I'm familiar with their stuff. And, yeah, and, that is a weird thing. And you then like if they're not familiar with me, then it's yeah. Like, there's some kind of, I don't know, something disconnecting about that. I hope that all of those people, I hope for Nathan's sake or whomever, and Nathan it seems like he's probably pretty good at it, it just uses it as an opportunity to ask questions. Look how much it's raining. That's really coming down now. So beautiful. Yeah, are you ever worried about landslides in this neighborhood? Not no, I think I'm safe in this little spot that I'm at. Oh, she didn't bark. Excuse <laughs> you. I mean, I guess up on the other side of the hill yeah. there might be something, but I, I don't. It's it's not that kind of steepness. It's um, I think I think I'm cool for now. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Um, yeah, thank you, Ben, again for being here and um, and hanging out and letting 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 us on your podcast. Yeah, it was a great to have you. It was great to have you, and I listen. This is the last. 
podcast this ever. This is the last one of Poundcast. Are people asking you to do their podcast while you're in town? No, this is the first. Have you ever done a podcast? Yeah, uh-huh. I like it. I like it, but Who I have haven't you done? done it for a couple of years. And Julie Klausner. Eckerman, I haven't done that. I haven't done any of them. I've done Fresh Air. Ooh. I have done. It's a big one. Terry? I didn't, not with Terry, with Anna Bonaducci or, or not, not Anna Bonaducci. <laughs> Danny, Bonaducci. Danny, Danny, Danny Bonaducci. Danny Bonaducci. It was Anna Bonafaccio. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, uh, and then, um, goodness, I haven't done any in a while. There was one that at the comic shop that they record out here that I once did. Oh, Meltdown Comics? Meltdown, yeah. There's one that I did there. It was about a writer's podcast. Oh, the writer's room or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Something like and that. And yeah. Jesse Thorne's Bullseye. I did. Oh, yeah, Which yeah, I, yeah. Oh, I listen to that sometimes, and I also listen to... Um, well, you're on it now. <laughs> <laughs> this is Peter. That's like... Uh, I think that was the BBC. Wasn't that it? was the BBC, yeah. And also... Oh God! Why can't Oh, dinner party download. Do you know this one? Oh yeah, I did that, and I listen to that sometimes. I do listen to that sometimes. I I also listen to uh, shows that are on the radio that are like a podcast, but I yeah. just listen to it on the show. Yeah, I like the, the radio. radio. I like the radio a lot. Yeah. I have a shower radio. It's waterproof. Cool. So, um, I listen to like a lot of NPR. I, I just listen to NPR in there. That's but nice. sometimes I'm like listening. It's like God, so this sad. is so boring. So such a bummer. Yeah, so you know, it's like when some story is going on. You just got to switch it to. I got to switch it over. Eighty nine point eighty eight point nine. Yeah, KXLU. Exactly. That's exactly what I do. I, I that's actually what I do. When I, I usually have it on eighty nine point nine, and I switch it to eighty eight point nine. And on that note, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Bye bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to that episode of the podcast. Once again, if you'd like to support the Poundcast, you could donate to my Patreon page, patreon.com slash Doug Pound with two G's. Or you can buy some of my merch. There's a few things left at dougpound.bigcartel.com. If you want to send us a message, do so on Facebook. Look for the Poundcast up there. Or you could email us at poundcastmail at gmail.com. And we will answer your questions on the show if it's a good question of course thanks for listening let's say uh seinfeld was on an island and he was blowing boris karloff what would it what would that be like (laughs) it might go something like this oh mr karloff i loved you and frankenstein and I love giving you a blowjob. Why, Mr. Seinfeld, I'd love having you fuck.